0: Ladies and gentlemen, drivers, gig workers, and everyone in between, welcome to This Week in Rideshare podcast. I'm your host, Jared Hoffa. Today, we're talking about current events that are affecting specifically delivery drivers and all gig workers. And as always, Legal Rideshare breaks it down. And today I am joined by Luis from Delivery TV, and as always, Legal Righteous co-founder and lead attorney Brian Greening. Gentlemen, happy Friday! Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank happy you. Happy Friday! Yes, it's great to be here. Luis, you know we have uh, we've been working with you for quite some time. Uh, you always have amazing <laughs> you have amazing information and amazing energy. I think you do such a great job of getting people excited about what they do, and also just telling them, hey, this is how you can better. You know, better your life, make a difference, and and have things work out. So, before we go into it, if you just kind of want to explain what Delivery TV is and, and how you started, I think that'd be awesome.
1: Well, it's great to be with you. And yes, I was watching some videos uh, the other day and and the other day, and we've been working together for a long time, a couple of years now. Great. Mm-hmm. Um, well, Delivery TV is a YouTube channel, but we have we now we have uh, the TikTok and the Instagram, and it's growing. Uh, and the YouTube channel, um, I started with, with this platform like four years ago, and it's been amazing, half a million views per month, and it's great, it's great. And basically what we do is talk about everything that have to be with the delivery industry in Spanish. So, uh, that's what we do. We try to, um, give people insights, information to make them take better and, and smart decisions in the, in the, in the, in a daily basis working. So that's what we're trying to do. And I think we, we've been doing that for, in, in a good way for, for, for a couple of years.
0: Yeah. And I think that's such a unique spin on it too. There's, there's a lot, I don't think there's a lot of content that is geared, uh, you know, Spanish speaking, uh, you know, gig workers. So I think that's really, really smart. And also, yeah, kind of extending that olive branch. I think it's just great. And yeah, it has been years, which is just amazing. Um, time flies when you're having fun. Uh, Brian, I will uh, I will just give it to you as always, uh, just to remind everyone what Legal Rideshare is, what we do and how we can help.
2: Yeah, you know, be, before I do that, I want to call out Luis here for being a little too modest. <laughs> right? You're pulling it. You are, everything that you're doing on that channel blows up and it's it's great information and it's high energy and uh, we love it we love watching you we love you know seeing how much you've grown over the last four years the the hundreds of thousands of people that are watching your content blow my mind but at the same time I, I totally understand it it's like watching a you know a soccer game or or uh you know a sports call you know with but with really valuable information so um keep up the good work and stop being so modest
1: (laughs) thank you thank you very much music to my ears (laughs) i love
2: it i love it but uh legal rideshare um for people who don't know we're a, a law firm that focuses on uber lyft and delivery related accident and injury claims so we're a personal injury firm that's been in this space for nearly a decade um, we represent drivers and workers when they get injured on the job. We make sure to put money in their pocket to pay for things like uh, lost wages, medical bills, pain and suffering, and any other damage that they sustain. So, if you're injured on the job as a gig worker, we're the law firm uh, that hopefully you come to to make sure that things get straightened out and that your rights are protected.
0: Great. Well, thank you, thank you, Brian. Um, I'm going to jump right into the first topic here, and it's it's no surprise to any of us. What it is, which is deactivations, of course. Um, But specifically on this one, it is, you know, the topic is DoorDash, Uber, and Instacart are deactivating gig workers without any explanation. And they kind of go into um, some of the, they talked about eight or 10 drivers. And, you know, as an example, you know, the, the one Uber Eats driver estimated that he spent the next two months exchanging messages with dozens of support agents, but none could restore his account. Most reiterated that he had been deactivated for fraud, but declined to provide specifics, and it's, this is even according to screenshots he provided, and this is from the insider, they wrote this article. The reason I wanted to bring this up, and I thought that was interesting, is uh, both of us, both LegalRideShare has dealt with this, and I know specifically, Luis, I've seen videos um, on your channel that kind of talked about how you can handle deactivation, so I was curious to see what, what thoughts or input you have for delivering gig workers
1: um uh, uh, every 10 emails messages that i receive nine are because of, of the uh, activation uh, it's amazing how people is getting um fire from the apps right now and it's i, I even create these videos to give you a step by step of what you have to do in those cases but there's you don't have any it's not in your control the situation, so it's it's. Ama- I was talking with writer uh, guy the other day, and he told me, "Well, th- for these companies, it's cheaper to bring new people that reactivate people." Is is like um, that's the situation. It's difficult because it's the is people's uh, job. Is is the work that they do, and the companies just uh, are they don't do. Enough to help people. So, uh, what my thought in that situation is that uh, I've been watching the news. We have news every Monday, and this is a subject that is coming and growing because it's really difficult right now. They and they say that yeah, we need uh, we we uh, have humans evaluating cases, but it's not enough and one of the things and with this i finish one of the thing of the thing that i recommend people is to send massive emails to the companies and the companies don't like that but what i say is the companies create that situation if you don't want drivers to send a hundred of emails per day to get reactivated so you have to improve the platform so so it's your fault. The company is the company's fault. So send thousands of emails and no more than four lines.
0: That's actually a really good idea. I will, uh, I'll toss it to you, Brian. If you have any other input, but smart, smart move. Yeah, I I agree with with Luis that it's just it's so unfair that people
2: can have their livelihoods taken away from them without any explanation and any recourse in most other job and employment situations there's at least some ability to challenge being fired or at least to know why uh, you know a decision was made and here drivers just continually hit a brick wall they they're removed from the platform without any warning they lose their ability to earn that means they they lose their ability to put food on the table and keep a roof over their heads and i i think just you know, first of all, labor laws in general should protect workers from this situation, but also just basic humanity. The company should have a moral obligation to lay out the reasons why a driver was deactivated. And unless it's really something serious, like if it's safety related, okay, you know, that driver probably shouldn't be working anymore. But if it's an interaction that was, you know, maybe perceived as rude, or somebody was late with a delivery or whatever it may be like give the driver an opportunity to correct the behavior um, before just pulling the rug out from under underneath
0: their feet yeah exactly and it's you know we talked about this so much um, all of us have and you know the only good the only good news is there does seem to be enough tension that things are moving i know certain states are trying to create protections some i think have already passed certain protections so it it is it is it's a big deal and there is change coming. It's too slow. Um, and right, they need to be able to have recourse, which actually kind of transitions into my second topic here about uh, you know having humans involved and autonomy. But the next topic we have is uh, you know uh, Uber Eats is launching Google powered chatbots in late twenty twenty three. So this is from TechCrunch, and basically. Uh, They're using an AI chat function, so customers will be able to ask for specific things, you know, uh, food, Thai dishes, um, whatever, and they'll be able to get, you know, under $15 delivered in 30 minutes. The chatbot will reply with the stores and dishes that meet the customer's requirements. Now, I think this is really cool, and I think it's interesting, and I do do believe some of the other delivery apps are already using the AI, but I'm actually curious um, if you've heard anything, Luis, about possibly the malfunctions of that like have any delivery drivers come to you yet and said like hey you know a customer used ai and they they bought this but it's not what they wanted the customer didn't check it and then the delivery driver is at fault for it i don't know if you've heard anything like that or any issues so far
1: i haven't heard uh one of the new things that door does have uh uh for for example hispanic community is um ai communication and, and now the app is going to help drivers to translate. That is great using AI. But in, 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 I think the customer, uh, it, the customer is going to experience a, a better, um, a better service it, with the AI. I think that is good, and is going to, is my perception, uh, and based on what I I had read, um, the customer is going to see a, a better way to order things. And which is going to um, have like a consequence, uh, more orders, but that's for the customer. For the driver, uh, I've been he- hearing that some companies are going to use chat bots and an and AI for customer uh, driver service, uh, support, driver support, and I don't like that. My perception is good for the customer, not good for the drivers because when we are outside working in the street, in the restaurant, we need to solve situation. And there's nothing more difficult to be with a computer, talking to a computer, when you have to solve a specific situation. So in my end, I think it's good for the customer. It's going to bring more orders, maybe, but I don't know about the drivers. And and, and I've been hearing this a lot about customer support, driver support in this case.
0: Yeah, I think, I think you absolutely nailed it, but uh, Brian, I'll give, you a, I'll give you a chance to, to chat about that. Yeah, I,
2: I agree with Luis again that this is probably more customer-focused than it is driver-focused, and I think that's how the companies typically run. They're looking mm. for ways to generate money, and it doesn't really matter to them whether it's a better experience for the driver or not. Um, if it happens to be, then that's uh, you know a great great thing on the side, but that's not the reason that they're making these decisions. Um, from a business perspective, I think it's a good idea for for Uber. I like to see that they're adapting. and it's one of the reasons why Uber has become such a titan in the industry while some of the others have fallen behind. Like we see that Uber continues to adapt to changes in technologies and changes, in uh, demands obviously they're they're in the delivery world and and lyft is not um so i just i see this as one example where lyft is i'm sorry where uber is um, adapting making the product a better customer experience and is going to probably take a bigger market share because of their creativity and because of the you know the positive moves that they're making uh, to bring in new business
0: yeah i mean just like you said louise I, I totally agree I, I think the ai is great for the customer it, the, auto, the autonomous stuff always seems to go against the driver, and again, there's no recourse, there's no way to explain situations, it's kind of like a black or white issue. Uh, it, it's not going away, obviously. We know it's not going away. I just hope that they fine tune it, figure it out, because it, it would be terrible if it's something great for the customer, and then, you know, that's that's a higher volume, but then it's killing the delivery and the gig workers and everyone else. So. Um, Definitely, it's one of those things that we have to wait and see what happens because it's so new. I mean, with uh, Uber Eats, it's not even out yet. So um, we'll just wait and see.
1: Hmm. I have so much to say about the AI
0: and. The... Okay, <laughs> what do you? Let's, let's hear. Let's hear what you got and, to say.
1: Because in the end, part of our job, part of our work, is solve issues. Be uh, being able to solve situations, and they have to give us the tools to do it. So if they put me there to talk to a computer, that, that is also part of the customer service. And the customer is going to feel that as well. So I don't think it's a good idea to bring AI to, custom, to driver support because it's going to affect also the customer. And I think they know that. I, I, let's see what's, what happens in the future
0: right and just right. to
2: piggyback off that really briefly I, I get concerned about safety because if the driver needs to rely on the chat bot for a safety call you know they find something that that makes them feel uncomfortable or, or god forbid they're in an accident if they're dealing with ai rather than a human being they're they're often left stranded so that's you know just to to piggyback off what you were um, alluding to it, it's a huge problem from customer service and also from well-being
0: yeah yeah, really really good points guys. And I mean, we could just talk forever just about that topic, and I'm sure we'll have plenty more time to do that. Um we're going to move on to the next topic, which is an interesting one uh for a few reasons. It's it's kind of funny but also kind of serious. Uh GPS leads DoorDash driver delivering duncan to a Massachusetts swamp. So what had happened here and this is on USA today, uh, a DoorDash a DoorDash driver was charged with negli- negligent operation of a motor vehicle after they drove their car into a body of water in Middletown. Um, so they, the police said in a statement that they received a call from a car and a body of water in the woods. The driver told police that they were filing their GPS to an address while trying to deliver Dunkin' Donuts for DoorDash and had the delivery in hand. Now, actually, I don't know what made me think of this, but, Bryant, you have brought this up a few times. I want to give you the, the first uh, take on this. You have mentioned many a times that the GPS apps on some of these services is not good. And it almost feels like he got the short end of the stick of being charged when it could have really been an app situation.
2: When I was driving for Uber, I, you know, I, I started uh, driving. Uh, when I started Legal Rideshare, I wanted to take the opportunity to you know, sit in the, behind the wheel and, and drive in my client's seat. Um, and I found the navigation to be really difficult. I found myself turning a, a street too early or stopping uh, you know, half a block too early. Um, so for particularly new drivers, I think that the navigation and the GPS is just a little tricky to begin with. And second, some of these GPS systems are leading drivers to places where they shouldn't go. We see it here. You know, Obviously, we don't want people delivering Dunkin' Donuts into swamps. Um, but there was just a lawsuit that was filed, um, of a man who was using Google maps and he drove across a bridge that collapsed and he died. And it was later found out that that GPS led him on a bridge that had been closed for years because it was unsafe. So while we can sit here and, and chuckle about a, a driver who made a, a, you know, mistake and drove into a body of water and turned out to be fine, the repercussions can be really huge and deadly. So um, we want to make sure that the rideshare companies and the delivery companies are using apps and, and maps that are current, that are safe. And when something like this happens, we don't want to see the driver held accountable. We want to see the app or the uh, you know the map held accountable because that's ultimately
0: who's at fault. Right. Uh, Luis, I'll give you the floor.
2: I think it's
1: unfair to charge the driver. I've been driving and, and I found... Maybe that the road is closed. Thank God it's not a swamp or something like a cow or something crazy. Uh, but why, why blame the driver or, or or why put any guilt in the in the driver's side? He's just driving and, and maybe he just don't know the, the 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 road to take and and that's what I feel unfair. It's unfair always putting the the blame on, on the driver. The same happened with restaurants that um, in the parking Oh, you find all those delivery drivers like there's no way that they can um, they close the street because there's so many drivers picking up food and everybody blame the drivers when the, the, the guilt is or the blame have to go to the restaurants because they don't put like places that we can use to park so. Uh, in this case, it's technology. Uh, I don't want to blame the app or Google, but don't blame the driver. That's what I feel in that situation. And I'm so sorry for the driver because it wasn't his fault. I mean, he he just was was working.
0: And you know, it reminds me of, of what you just said, Luis. It reminds me of what, uh, Brian you had said in previous podcasts uh, and even previous segments. Where a lot of times, you know, these apps are designed obviously to be as efficient and optimal as possible. But sometimes it it it's at it, a disregard for the 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 life or the you know the person driving. Um, where you said some apps are designed to cut corners, save seconds, and I kind of wonder if that's what happened with this. That you know the app was like time is what matters. Figure you know just do what I tell you to do. Yeah, it,
2: obviously we didn't we can't see the what he saw on that map, but. It would not be shocking to find out that the that the app was making decisions based on its bottom line rather than the driver's safety. And that's something that we've seen time and time again. And And it's not fair. It's not safe. And it's it's something that needs to be corrected uh, for the sake of safety and morality and ethics and you know everything that we should all be
0: operating under. 100 yeah, percent. Well, the good news is we're going to end on a good note. Um This is from Forbes. Uber, DoorDash, and Grubhub must pay $18 an hour to New York City delivery workers. The judge just ruled. So this is uh, New York City delivery workers will start making at least $18 an hour after a judge denied an attempt from the big three food delivery giants to block a minimum wage bill from going into effect. Now, some people might remember this. This is supposed to go into effect, I believe, yeah, July 12th, but legal challenges delayed its start. So now this is happening. It is a win for delivery drivers. It's just great to hear. Uh, I, I, you, you probably even covered it already, Luis. But you know, finally, you know, it's, it's good good news for delivery drivers.
1: Definitely. And I always say New York is a war zone in the delivery world. You have to see those guys. It's crazy. It's that I, I deliver food in a suburb. Uh, in 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 not in a downtown, not in Manhattan. These guys are in a war zone with weather, rain, uh, cars, traffic. Is so I feel good for them because they are they are not in the same situation than me. I'm in a small town, delivering in a good place. In a, it's easy for me, not for for them. What I'm scared is what is what the have. Are going to do because it's like a casino. The apps never lose. So, what are how how is Uber DoorDash Grow up going to react with this? Less drivers. Le- and they, now they have to compete each other. What is going to happen? Uh, yes, we're going to pay you, but but I don't need that. So many drivers. I need less driver drivers. So we're gonna we are going to see in the future if it work if it works, and I hope so. We're going to see that in in different cities. It's going to make a change in, in the country. But if it doesn't work, um, well, uh, that is going to close a possibility for different places to do the same. So we'll see. it. I'm, I have mixed emotion. What I'm trying to say is that I have mixed mixed emotion with that because it's good for them, but Uber, Grubhub, DoorDash, what are they going to do?
0: Well, I'll give you... I'll give you the time to respond to that, Brian. If you have any thoughts on that, we've discussed it a little bit. Yeah, I I would just say um, while
2: there are going to be repercussions, I'm I'm certain because as Louis said, the 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 apps always win. I am going to take wins where we can get them, and this is a win in New York. So many times we have seen um, drivers fight for change and have you know get so close and have it taken away, and right now we have a situation where the the Drivers in New York won. They have a a standard, a, a bottom line where they know they can make a living wage. And I think we should be celebrating that because time and time again, the drivers end up losing despite all of the effort that they put in, despite being oh so close with the local and state governments. So um you know let's just say bravo let's say congratulations and you know going to the weekend with in a celebratory mood because this is a big win for them
0: yeah definitely agree definitely
2: i'm with you i'm with you i'm with you definitely yeah
0: Uh, um so before we wrap this up you know i'm just going to give you um both a chance to again plug what you guys do but obviously thank you again luis for being on this has been awesome um but i want to give you the floor so let people know how they can find your content uh and let's go from there. Well, first,
1: first of all, uh, you're gonna. If you need information about delivery and writer and and the gig economy world in Spanish, this is the place where you have to go. So you can find us on YouTube. That is our like our main channel. YouTube is Delivery TV. But you can find us on TikTok and, and Instagram as well. The, at delivery.tv, At Delivery and you're gonna see us there jumping and dancing and <laughs> giving information. And that's the main, the main uh, mission here.
0: Yeah, I, I, like I said before, I love the energy you bring. It's just amazing. It convinces me to listen to anything that you have to say. You're, you're already an expert on it, but that energy just hypes everything up. I love it.
1: Um, we just have to make connections. Right. And what I'm trying to do and my mission right now um, every year change, but right now is breaking the, the language barriers and we are creating this geek event in in May, you're, you are of course invited to participate. Geek Fest is the name and we are going to gather the Hispanic community in this great event next year. And I hope to see you there.
0: Awesome. Well, yeah, that, I mean, that sounds amazing. How can we miss that? Uh, Brian, I'll, uh, I'll give you the floor again. Um, before we head off on the weekend yeah just remind
2: everybody that if you find yourself in an accident or injured on the job please visit us at legalrideshare.com. Um we are always happy to offer free consultations we want to give you the information that you need to make sure that you've got a strong insurance claim that you're protecting the evidence that you're saying things the right way to ensure that you can recover for any damages that you sustain We're you know we're here to help put money in your pocket um, after the you know inevitable and unfortunate situation occurs. So LegalRideShare.com, please visit us. Don't wait. Um, and Luis, before we, we sign off, I just want to say thank you again. We really appreciate having you on and, and all the information that you give to the community um, and all the work that you do.
1: Thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much. And, yeah. and thank you, uh, because for me, be, being here is just great. So thank
0: you. Of course. Yeah. You, amazing. Again, thank you guys so much. And as I like to say, that is the end of this week in Rideshare. See you next week.